Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, today there's a few things I want to talk about. Um, and one of them is a, a new article that was uh, uh, released a couple of days ago uh, by the uh, Liberation Times, which of course I've been talking about a lot. The Liberation Times, they it's probably the best uh, online publication with for, that talks about uh, what's going on with... Uh, UFO transparency, UAP transparency, and what the what's going on with the government. Uh, the 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 writer there, Christopher Sharp, actually obviously has contacts with a lot of people. Uh, a lot of our uh, ambassadors uh, to the UFO topic, uh, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. But there's a couple other things I want to get into first. First, I want to let everyone know uh that uh i you know i've been talking recently about uh preston dennett uh he's a ufo researcher he's written uh some books on ufos on the topic and he also has a very good youtube channel and uh i've recently been been in contact with him and he has agreed to uh, uh for an interview it will be a, a pre pre-recorded interview that we're going to do uh, uh in the middle of march sometime so uh, when it comes time for that uh to uh, be shown uh when we, uh, you know i'll let you guys know uh, it should be interesting that guy uh you know he just had another excellent video i'll leave a link for it actually in the description when i get all done here today on uh <clears throat> he had a, a video on uh ufos being seen on independence day which was very very informative and a lot of information there i never i never knew about this that you know there's a lot of ufo sightings uh that appear on uh, a lot of people see ufos the most the biggest day of the year for ufo sightings happens to be the fourth of july uh you know a lot of people are looking up at the sky at fireworks and a lot of times it seems that the uh, ufos show up and it seems like they're checking out the fireworks too uh so i, th I found that very interesting so i will leave a link for that video again that's preston dennett He's, uh, he has a really good YouTube channel, a re really good UFO researcher, and uh, I'm excited about the opportunity to uh, have an interview with him uh, next month. And again, I will let you guys know <clears throat> when, that, uh, when that happens. Uh, <clears throat> and also, I recently received, excuse me, <clears throat> I recently received, uh, you know, I receive a lot of different messages a lot of times on, you know, on, on YouTube and also on uh, Spotify from uh, different people who uh, listen to my podcast. And I re recently received one from someone named Aya Dreamcatcher. And uh, he wrote to me, this was with regard to my experience with an extraterrestrial in my bedroom when I was a kid. And he thinks it was uh, sleep paralysis. And this is what he wrote. He says, I think the event you had as a kid was sleep paralysis. As per Google, sleep paralysis is a condition identified by a brief loss of muscle control known as atonia that happens just after falling asleep or waking up. In addition to atonia, people often experience hallucinations during episodes of sleep paralysis. The stress most likely caused your mind to see the shadow of the hand that you try to rationalize in your state of mind. Well, I, I, the, we had a back and forth on that. Uh, this was actually in the comments of a, of a, of the YouTube video entitled "Personal Extra, Extraterrestrial Encounters," also a Balloon Gate update. So, if you want to check out, there was a, I, I responded to him, he responded back. But anyway, I want to get in into this and clear all of this up. So, uh, you know, this was not sleep paralysis. Okay, this when I had that incident, when I had my encounter, there was no sleep paralysis whatsoever. In fact, I did have sleep paralysis uh, several times when I was young, and I know what sleep paralysis is, and I know what it does. And uh, you know, it's very scary. You know, there was a times where you'd wake up, you can't move, right? You're 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 wide awake, but you're unable to move. It's very scary. You know that this is how it would go, and and then finally, you know, I'd, I'd be able to finally move my hand or uh, my finger, and then I'd pop out of it. Uh, and then sometimes you finally get out of it, and you start falling back to sleep again, but you're not quite asleep yet. And next thing you know, you're back into sleep paralysis, right? And it, you do feel like there's a presence in the room and all that kind of stuff. It's very strange. It's a scary. I never knew what it was when I was a kid. It was until I grew up that I found out what it was. I never really complained about this i just knew that you know it was something to do with sleep i you know i but uh i was i you know what during it you feel like you're you know you're dying you know you feel like you can't move why am i paralyzed and then you finally come out of it and 
um, you know, and it is a scary thing, but the incident where I, uh, there was the alien being in my room, there was no sleep paralysis whatsoever, no paralysis at all. And again, that incident lasted for 20 minutes, you know, uh, and I was moving. I was completely mobile at not, not at, at no time during that entire incident. Right. Uh, when I was a kid, was I paralyzed? I was completely mobile the entire time. I woke up in the middle of, middle of the night. Now, let me just explain this again. Right. I know a lot of people have heard this story, but I'm going to try to go through it with a little bit more detail. So everyone's clear. So we're all clear on what happened here. Right. I wake up in the middle of the night completely mobile completely able to move it wasn't not sleep paralysis at all i know what sleep paralysis is right i've had that before this was not that so i wake up i'm completely mobile and i used to sleep in an attic at that time I, I slept on one side of the room my brother davy slept on the other side of the room we used to leave the light on a lot you know it was this big bright light right on top of the steps that illuminated the entire room it was very bright in the room right so i wake up in the middle of the night completely immobile and i could hear this electronic humming sound this very loud electronic humming sound additionally uh, and and i had a blanket over my head so i could see this thin blue blanket was over my head and i could see through the blanket there was something standing right beside my bed right i could see it right and i could see its arm really clearly right i could see that it was an arm with that had three fingers three digits that's it right three digits it looked like something like a claw uh, in fact that's how i used to describe it when i was a kid it looked like, like i was thinking it was a devil or a demon or something right it had three th uh, the, the fingers were thick at the base and they came to near points near the tips and the thing was moving above my head up and down right up right to where my face was and it, i could see it through the blanket it was a, a physical thing you know when it got the blanket was thin enough or you could you knew there, there was something there you knew so i knew something was standing there i did not know what it was and I, I tried to talk to this thing, right? I was saying, who's there? What's going on? It, did, it There was no response other than the hand just kept on moving up away from my face and then close down to it like this, you know, back and up and down like that, right above my head. I could see it clearly. And again, my brother Davey was on the other side of the bedroom, right? At, but he was in a different direction from where this thing was standing right by beside my bed and my brother Davey was on the other side. So I actually got on, rolled over onto my side, right? Because I, I didn't want to look at this thing. I, I was afraid to look to pull the blanket down. I did not want to see the face of whatever this thing was. Because I knew whatever it was. I thought it was a demon or, or, or Satan. I had no idea. Or some sort of monster, whatever. And I, I peeked out of the blanket to the other side of the room. My brother Davey was laying there facing toward me. Right, His face was toward me. I started screaming at the top of my lungs to, to him. He did not budge. Nothing. No, no, despite all of the screaming and hollering and carrying on, he would not wake up right and this was i was really terrified by this point so i started screaming for my mom and dad at the top of my lungs in the middle of the night now this humming sound this that never led up during this entire 20 minute episode right this humming sound this electronic sound uh sounding humming right which never led up right uh it it was like somewhat muffling me like it would i i could hear myself yelling but you know that thing that sound was unbelievable was was you know all encompassing it was it was you know eating up a lot of my hollering and i started yelling for my mom and dad for a while and nobody's coming right i pretty much gave up at one point and that thing was still standing there still moving his hand right up uh, uh, near my face and away from my face near my face and away from my face and i started praying to god i would close my eyes i would open them up the thing was still there right i'm praying to god please go away please you know and this went on for 20 minutes right the humming sound never lit up that thing never i that thing never went away whatever it was right and then somehow in even though i was in in un in, in, incredibly terrified uh for some reason like i just somehow i passed out time went by and i wake up the next day right i wake up the next day and I, I go running downstairs. I, you know, nothing's in the room by this point. Of course, it's like nine o'clock in the morning. It was in the late summer, I believe. I went running downstairs, told my mom about it. She didn't believe me. I was telling her all day long that this was this really happened. There was something really in the room. She kept insisting it was a dream. Right? It was not a dream. 
It was not a dream. I was wide awake for this. It was not sleep paralysis. I was able to move the entire time. It had nothing to do with sleep paralysis, right? And not and and then later on, my dad got home from work. I told him about it. He said the same thing. It was just a dream. I realized I'm just a kid. Nobody's gonna believe me. And just life went on. It wasn't until like over ten years went by, something like that, when I realized it had to be an alien. That's what it was. I mean, that's what it was. It wasn't a devil or a demon from hell. It was there was a physical being, something in the room, and there was that sound. And of course, there's a lot of cases like this, which I've talked about a number of times where people hear a sound, a, this strange humming sound or buzzing sound, right? It, a lot of those kids at the, you know, in broad daylight during that aerial school incident in 1994 in Zimbabwe, several of those kids talked about this buzzing sound, which scared them. And again, that same kind of sound, which not what I heard when I was a kid, it scared me too. What it was, I don't know, but I could tell you this, right? There was something in the room that night that was not human. What that, A human would not have a hand like this, I could tell you right now, or an arm or anything. I'm telling you right now, whatever this thing was, right? It was extraterrestrial. It wasn't, it was not human. It was a non-human entity in my room that night. And there was no sleep paralysis whatsoever. So I just want to make clear of that. So there's no misunderstanding here from here on out. <clears throat> anyway, uh... So that's out of the way. So let's move on to the story uh, that was published just recently. And we're going to go through this story and talk about it as we go through it. And this was in the Liberation Times. And uh, this is with regard to, uh, uh, you know, I guess re recently there was the release of that picture of the Mazzle Orb. And I guess one of the big issues here in this article is that Jeremy Corbell is upset that the Pentagon doesn't want to uh, confirm this or release any other information with regard to it. And uh, basically, the continued cover-up, that's what he's upset about. And we'll get into all of this as we go through this article. And anyway, let me shrink myself here so we, you can see the article better as I go through it. Okay. Uh, the Pentagon's silence on UFOs threatens to undermine President Biden. Okay, now I'm not sure if I agree with that. I don't. I don't. I'm going to tell you folks something right now. I don't think presidents have much to say with regard to this. I don't. I think this has been out of the hands of presidents, right, for many decades. I don't think that presidents really know much about this. So I, I, you know, maybe it will undermine his presidency, but it won't be his fault because I, I think that the secret control group, right, who's ever in charge behind the shadows, who's ever the wizard behind the curtain, right, they're responsible. Whoever, some president in the past, like I've always talked about, somehow must have given somebody some group you know uh, the, the within the military industrial complex the authority to keep this a secret and keep all information away from the public and even people elected officials including presidents so i'm not sure uh if it's you know if it undermines biden right well uh, it's not i don't think it's going to be his fault or just as it wouldn't be any other president before his before him uh, uh it wouldn't be their fault either uh, but anyway, let's go through this article here. And this is by, again, Christopher Sharp, who's doing an excellent job on this website. I'm really glad that this site exists. Uh, you should be paying attention to it, the Liberation Times, because they have... They're getting the, the dope for us that we need for the, for these kind of... Uh, for the issues that are ongoing uh, with regard to UAP. Okay, and this, again, this started... Uh, we're not going to read all those bullet points. We're going to go right to the article here. Again, this started with that Mazel orb, which was recently uh, appeared, which which uh, George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell showed that image recently on the uh, on their new uh, their new uh, YouTube show, and we're, we'll get into all of that as we go through here, go through this article. It says, following the release of an unclassified image showing a metallic-looking orb flying over the Iraqi city of Mosul in 2016, the Pentagon has refused to com comment to confirm its authenticity, with spokesperson Susan Goh stating, I'm not going to comment on whether something is or is not part of a classified briefing. Um, although understandable, although understandable that the Pentagon may not want to, uh, to comment on materials contained within classified briefings. It contradicts the previous stance taken following the release of similar materials, which filmmaker and journal journalist Jeremy Corbell released in 2021. 
In April 2021, Corbell released unclassified footage contained within a classified briefing via the Office of Naval Intelligence, ONI, showing unidentified anomalous phenomena filmed by the USS Russell. When asked in 2021 to verify the authenticity of the footage and imagery, Pentagon spokesperson Susan Goh then stated, I can confirm that the referenced photos and videos were taken by Navy personnel. The UAPTF has included these incidents in their ongoing examinations. Of course, the UAPTF is one of the forerunners to the now Arrow office. Okay. As we have said as as we have said before, to maintain operations security and to avoid disclosing information that may be useful to potential adversaries, the Department of Defense does not discuss publicly the details of either the observations or the examinations of reported incursions into our training ranges or designated airspace, including those incursions initially designated as UAP. Later on in 2021, Go also confirmed the authenticity of a video from 2019 showing a spherical-shaped object hovering above the ocean <clears throat> before descending into the water captured by the USS Omaha. Speaking about the apparent U-turn in the Pentagon's approach when commenting on such materials, Jeremy Corbell, who released the Mazel Orb image with fellow journalist George Knapp through their weaponized podcast, told Liberation Times, there is no question that Susan Goh is obstructing and intentionally obfuscating the Amer to, to the American public. I doubt her inconsistency is a personal action, but rather a shift in public-facing policy or an order she is taking from another above her level of responsibility. I believe, let me stop there for a second. I believe that she's taking orders. I don't think someone, in, Susan, as a spokesperson, right, for the Pentagon, I think Susan Goh is being told what to do by somebody else. That's my opinion. Doesn't make me right, but that's my opinion. Uh, where was I? Either way, the American public deserves to know the truth and see the full video of the Mazel Orb. Yes, I, let me stop there for a second. Yes, I would very much like to see the full video of the Mazel Orb. I'm very much interested in, it, in, in that. I, I want to see that. I want to see everything they have, but at least give us this for the time being. It would be nice. I really want to see that in action instead of just the picture. Anyway. I am giving the DOD a chance to do the right thing. This is that chance. <laughs> the American, again, this is Jeremy Corbell's statement here. The American public has a right to know and a need to know. I personally feel, feel a duty to find out. The truth about the Mazel Orb is important because it is the first image the world has ever publicly seen of a UFO that was filmed by our military from an active conflict zone. Let me just stop there for a second. You know, there's been a many, 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 many stories over the decades of objects in conflict zones we just never see. We hear about them, we never really see pictures of them. And he's right, this is, this is the first time that we've ever seen that. Uh, let me just check something here. Uh, <clears throat> it's the first time the American public gets to see one of the actual machines of unknown origin that pilots are encountering and sometimes engaging on a daily basis. Uh, despite no confirmation regarding the Mazel Orb's authenticity, Susan Goh did comment that the Pentagon's UAP office, known as the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or ARRO, will work to potentially declassify UAP material for public release. And he goes on to state here, Corbell, he says, Arrow is working to develop a means to provide updates to the public on UAP cases, including sharing the analytic approach and method used. When able to, uh, well, hold on, excuse me, I'm wrong here. I made a mistake. This is Susan Goh saying this. Let me reverse that. Susan Goh said, Arrow is working to develop a means to provide updates to the public on UAP cases, including sharing the analytic approach and method used. When able to obscure and protect sensitive information, Arrow will work to declassify and clear material for release to the public. However, despite promises, the actions taken so far by the Pentagon's Public Affairs Office suggest a step backward when it comes to UAP transparency. 
Uh, yeah, I, I would actually go a little bit further than that. Uh, it goes even further back where I think they're trying to take us back into the Stone Age, actually, with regard to things that have been going on recently. I still believe that all of this balloon nonsense that we've seen recently and then those other three objects that were shot down, the balloon and then the three objects, you know, I think that's all nonsense. I think that that was a deliberate action by the by the Pentagon to, to put on a show for the for the media. And then you have the, then then we have the laughter that that followed. Right. I mean, uh, to me, that's all. It's all been nonsense lately i think they're trying to take us back uh to 1947 uh that's just my opinion again it doesn't make me right okay then there's uh the story continues it says intelligence veteran and practicing attorney provides insight sean munger a former intelligence analyst in the marine corps and a practicing attorney provided further comment regarding the pentagon's current approach and here's what munger says he's a former intelligence analyst for the marine corps so this guy knows what he's talking about okay he knows what he's talking about one could argue that the legitimacy of a government is determined by the level of trust its citizens have in it and their willingness to be governed by it when it comes to the uap topic the spokespersons of our elected officials and pentagon have done themselves no favors in trust in trust building as there has been a complete lack of consistency in messaging or response to legitimate inquiry of reported UAP incidences, incidents that have been uncovered by investigative journalists. Lack of credibility. Consistency is important in any communication, especially when it comes to a sensitive topic that involves national security matters, such as UAP. If a spokesperson for the Pentagon is inconsistent in their responses, it can lead to confusion and mistrust among the public, media, and other stakeholders. Let me just stop there. I think maybe he should have just said, stop that public, period. Because media, right, the mainstream media, anyhow, right, as we all know, and actually, it's a lot of independent media. I, I, didn't, I want to get into this someday. It's not just mainstream media but even a lot of independent media if you go online there's a lot of different youtube channels out there right wing left wing whatever right they don't really talk about ufos that much right that's not a big topic for them it's it's other things it's politics for them and the mainstream media they basically basically make a joke out of as we just recently seen uh so it doesn't lead to confusion to them because they don't really care they they're basically the mainstream media right they're basically nothing but uh uh, basically public relations for the pentagon basically they just the pentagon hands them a press release and then they read it online and then after that they just make a joke about it that there's no such thing as extraterrestrials even though there is and there is an extraterrestrial presence here i mean the mainstream media they act like a bunch of dunces and they don't really do their job when it comes to this okay that's just again that's my opinion and you know what I, I this does make me right this opinion is right i know i'm right about that one i know i am i'm not gonna you know say i'm not I, it's just my opinion no no it's more than an opinion it's actually fact that one's fact. We're going to take a quick break from the rebroadcast of the extraterrestrial reality live stream number seven, and we will be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Anyway, inconsistent responses can make the spokesperson appear unreliable, unprepared, or even dishonest. Well, yeah, they, they appear dishonest, but the mainstream media never questions them. They appear dishonest all the time. The, 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 these officials appear dishonest all the time. They appeared dishonest for the last like two and a half weeks here, ever since that Chinese spy balloon nonsense started. Because again, that was all a big show. That's all a big show. That's all it was. It's like, look, look at it. Boom, boom, boom. We just knocked a whole bunch of UAP out of the sky. See, no big issue, right? They can't be extraterrestrials. It wouldn't be that easy, right? These people who think it's extraterrestrial are all stupid, right? <laughs> Media. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> this can damage their credibility and lead to a loss of trust from the public. Well, that is true. That, I mean, from the public standpoint, for, from certain people within the public, right? Now, some people in the public are completely brainwashed by whatever news network they're watching, right? So they have no idea, right? And the stig you know, stigmatization with, st still somewhat surrounds the UFO uh, issue. Not as badly uh, because of the, some of the things that happened in 2017. You know, that loosened things up a little bit. But the stigma is still there. And it seems like they're trying to reinstigate that again. Uh, but yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there that see the things that are happening and they're not everybody out there is a dumbbell. I mean, there's a lot of dumbbells running around, but we're not all dumbbells, right? I know I'm not a dumbbell, right? There's a lot of dumbbells out there though. Yeah, of course. Uh, continuing, uh, again, this is this, uh, former intelligence analyst for the Marine Corps. Confusion. When there are conflicting responses, it can create confusion among the public and media. And when the official stance about when the official stance is on UAP. As many have witnessed within the UAP interested community over the years, this will lead to misunderstanding, misinterpretation, and false rumors. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, there's confusion. I mean, there's, there is some confusion even among people who are interested in UAP. A lot of people were, so, and there were some, not all. I think a lot of people recently were fooled uh, by the the big show, right? Some people in the UFO community were, this is it, we're getting them. You know, no, we're not. No, we're not. We're not getting anything. This is a show. This is all nonsense. The Pentagon's been, you know, for, for a while now, we've all seen it since, you know, throughout 2022. I mean, I think it actually started in 2021 where they, start, they tried to reverse course on this. And we've been seeing it all through 2022, trying to pull the rug out. You know, from the whole UFO issue, you know, try to bury it again. And, and, and you know, and so we've been seeing that. So, yeah. Uh, so, but there were some people that were fooled by it. And, of course, the media was definitely completely, utterly fooled by it. <clears throat> They're always fooled by whatever the Pentagon tells them. They just, whatever the Pentagon says, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Okay, continuing. Unintentional disclosures. Inconsistent responses to inquiries can upset stakeholders, witnesses, and experiencers. Yes, yes, that's true. As you can see, I'm very angry a lot of the time. When I'm on this podcast, you hear anger coming through. I'm angry. You know it. I'm very angry about it. Now, let's stop here for a second. <clears throat> Let's read that one again. Inconsistent responses to inquiries can upset stakeholders, witnesses, and experiencers. Yes, witnesses and experiencers. I'm a witness and an experiencer. Uh, you know, and this is, I mean, I, I thought, you know, in 2017 when, the, when you know, we had the release of those videos, I thought we were seeing the beginning of, you know, disclosure. And, and it still could be the case again, right? But as, you know, again, 2022 rolls around, it seemed like there was that force in the Pentagon trying to, to turn, turn tail on it, right? That's what it seemed like, didn't it? Didn't it? And then, you know, it gets you angry because you, you know, like I've been sitting out here for years. I've been talking about this for, I've been talking, I've talked about this publicly and I've, I've stated this before since about 2002, I actually wrote a, 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 a column for the newspaper I was working at about UFOs and my experiences. And I've been waiting, you know, of course, people laughed at me in the office. Please, some of the people I dealt with thought it was, you know, they chuckled at me. Some of the officials I had to deal with uh, when I was, wor I was working in Iowa at the time. Right, some of those people they laughed and they thought it was all funny because of course the stigma. But I didn't care. I I knew what I, I've always known. Right, that this is real. I've known since I've had those experiences. It's real. And of course that prompted me having those experiences. You know that helped prompt me to start studying this. So I know. Right after all the research I've done after that. Right beyond besides my own experiences. That re I mean anybody who would do that research would know that there's something going on here. Right. And it gets you angry when it feels like my, my, my intelligence gets insulted every right now. My intelligence, I'm, I'm insulted right now that we're still even playing this game. Why do we even have to play? I mean, let me just, uh, let me just say this. I'm, I'm upset that we're not, we just don't have disclosure already. 
right? Somebody from the Pentagon needs to step up, needs to grow a pair and step up to a podium already and just, just tell us the truth for Christ's sakes. <clears throat> This, this is uh, how many people out there? I can tell you right now. There's a lot of people. I'm sure it's, it's millions of people over the decades. Some, some are not with us anymore, unfortunately. Some, some may never get the seed disclosure ever happen, right? And, but there's a lot of us. The people that are still here and the people that have experienced these things and know for a fact that something's going on. People who have experienced these things, seen them, and not only that, but people who have. Uh, uh, researched this and done enough research to understand that there's yeah, most certainly a cover-up and there's most certainly an extraterrestrial presence here right some th th those people are upset every time the government pulls these kind of stunts and and plays these games and and yeah we'll let this lose we'll let this information out but not this information we don't have any proof of extraterrestrials we know you're lying we know i know you're lying there's a lot of people who know you're lying anyway continuing with this I'll get off my soapbox that I was on there for a minute. Those responsible for government public messaging should never forget that these incidents they are attempting to control information on. And again, they're, and they're talking about a lot of the military people that are, are seeing these things. But again, it's not just military people, right? It's, it, there's, it's, it's not just people flying jets, you know, for the, for the Navy or Air Force, right? It, there's a, and, and, or people on ships for the Navy or whatever, right? There's a whole bunch of, it's not just military. People. There's a whole bunch of people in this planet, right, that, that's, that experience these things, that saw these things and know that something's going on. Anyway, uh, continuing, it says, those responsible for government public messaging should never forget that these incidents they are attempting to control information on are also the experience of our war fighters and service members. Information that is unnecessarily withheld will only serve, serve to disenfranchise service members from utilizing the established reporting systems because they too will distrust their own government. Let me just stop there for a minute. You know, just, I was just, you know, I, I had my, I refreshed my memory just recently on the one case from 1973 where there was some guy, I believe he was working, uh, he was working in the, uh, for Edwards at Air, Edwards Air Force Base, and he he was he was asked to go check something out, and he and he and he went into one of the a building, and he saw a, a flying saucer, you know, just sitting there floating, you know, and then next thing you know, he had machine guns pointing in his head, and and then he was you know brought in and and, and questioned for eighteen hours. I mean, things like that happen all the time too. There's people that you know over the decades, I'm sure there's been military personnel who have been you know uh, scared into silence over these kind of things. And that's just another story. But anyway, I, I guess I'm going off, off uh, topic a little bit there. Anyway, a disenfranchised service member has a higher probability of leaking information. And actually, that guy did leak that information. Uh, leaked information may reveal sensitive information or unintentionally disclose classified details about UAP, which can compromise national security and intelligence operations. See, I mean, again, you know, I believe that disclosure doesn't need to have, you, you don't need all the details, right? Just the disclosure coming forward that's where someone says, hey, there is a non-human intelligence here operating in our skies and in our oceans and wherever else they're operating, right? Just that, yeah, we have recovered some craft, but we're not going to tell you, and this is fine, we're not going to tell you what we've learned so far so far through our reverse engineering programs but hey you you get the picture right that's enough we don't need to know you know what you've discovered with the reverse engineering uh, uh stuff i mean but we do need to know just at least the truth the public needs to know the truth about what's going on right there is something here the government and if the again i've said this before the government, if they don't know, then they're a bunch of idiots. Then we got a bunch of nincompoops running the whole show. And we need the replacements then because obviously uh, if they don't know, because I know, how come I know? I'm not, I, I was never in the service, right? I was never, I never had any top security clearance for anything, but I saw one of these beings and I saw one of these craft along with the witness in 1994. So I know. I know that there's something here. So if the, our government doesn't know, if the people in the Pentagon don't know, then either they're nincompoops or they're liars. I don't think they're nincompoops. I'm going with the liar uh, option. Option B. A, nincompoop. B, liar. Okay, where was I? <clears throat> Legal issues. Inconsistent responses can create legal problems, especially if they contradict previous statements or official reports, which can lead to lawsuits, inspector general investigations, and other legal consequences uh, for the pentagon spokesperson to maintain her role as a sole authorized public affairs office to respond to uap related inquiries it is imperative that she be consistent in her, in her responses they must elevate their performances to meet this expecta expectation or find themselves responsible for the negative outcomes i listed 
Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to be cons- my, my as far as my uh, uh, whatever I say, it's going to be it's going to stay negative for a long time. <laughs> right? I'm going to be negative for a long, long time. Right? And you know why? Because they continue to lie to us. I mean, they should just okay. Take a deep breath. Send someone up to the freaking podium already and start talking. Time to start blabbing. Who cares? Okay, lawsuits, whatever. Yeah, you're probably going to get people are going to. There's going. I'm certain there's going to be some people soon, right? But uh, you know, you could always use the excuse. Well, we 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 felt it was necessary to cover it up for this reason, this reason, and that reason, right? And you can probably get away with it. So so what? This time to you know again grow a pair, step, send someone up to the freaking podium already, and start blabbing the truth instead of playing this game again. I mean, I, Jeremy Corbell and all these guys, George Knapp, Christopher Mellon, Luis Elizondo, all these people, they're all trying to do the right thing. They're trying to get push for disclosure, and that's great, right? And, and they're getting it like we're, we're piecemeal, right? They're, we're getting piecemeal over the last uh, five, six years now, right? And that's fine. That's great, right? But instead of the piecemeal, why don't you just say, hey, you know what? It's time right now. Let's get it over with, the whole thing. Give us the whole enchilada right now. <clears throat> Continuing. The communications approach taken by the Pentagon has previously been to the detriment of UAP advocates. <laughs> of course, the communications approach taken by the Pentagon has it's always been to the detriment of UAP advocates. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I under, okay, I get the, you know, it's always been to the detriment of UAP. This is always mostly, for the most part, 95% to the detriment of UAP advocates. I know, yeah, we're getting some progress, but, you know, again, the, some of the progress seems like they're trying to pull it back here a little bit. They're just, you know, back to the good old lion, the good old lion that worked for 75 years. But now, after a huge political and media storm created after three unidentified objects were shot down by the United States Air Force following the incursion of a Chinese balloon, the issue around UAP transparency has been elevated to the highest office in the land, President Joe Biden's office. Now, again... You know, you're not really seeing this in the media, right? There's not a lot of time. I mean, we're talking about UFO people like us. We're talking about it. Yeah, I knew it was a big joke, right? But uh, you know, the media is uh, going along with the Pentagon on this stuff. I didn't really see any big uh, stories, you know. I mean, yeah, Christopher Sharp's talking about it. And I'm talking about it. There's a whole bunch of people talking about it. But again, they're, you know, I, I don't know if, you, you know... <laughs> again, when you have the, main, the, 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 the mainstream media, the power of that, back you know in the pentagon they, they never questioned the pentagon i mean it's a, it's a you know it's a hard to win this situation but we got to be loud and i'm glad i'm really glad that people like jeremy corbell and and some of these other people are ambassadors like i like to call them are ambassadors to the uap issue thank god they're being loud and and, and vocal about this they got to keep pushing and they should be mad about all this nonsense too and i i mean I don't, I'm, I'm i'm surprised they, they should be seeing that all of this balloon nonsense is for what it is it's just to me that was a show that, that, that's what it was. Anyway, continuing. Uh, frustrations have grown with the White House and Pentagon currently repelling calls to release footage showing the objects. The White House has directed questions regarding the potential release of the footage to the Department of Defense. When asked to comment by Liberation Times, a DOD spokesperson did suggest footage and imagery could potentially be released in future, but not at this time. We do not have any footage images of that type that we can release at this time. That may change, but I could not speculate on a timeline. How about this? Let me just say something to whoever these spokespeople are from the Pentagon. Again, let's just release it. All of it. All of it. What do you got? Just send somebody up to a podium already in D.C. and just start blabbing. That's what we need. We're play, sick of playing these games. Sick of, you know, sick of it. Tired of it. This is, this is very tiring. I'm frustrated. Everyone's frustrated. We're all sick. We know you're lying. I'll, there's a lot of people out there that know you're a bunch of liars, right? Let's just go, let's, you know, forego all of this nonsense already. I'd rather read different kind of stories than this, like that, than people fighting to try to, you know, I just want to get it over with. Let's move on to the next step of humanity. Anyway, continuing. Pressure may grow further in the coming days and weeks after it was announced that the search for two of the objects shot down over U.S. territory had been called off. Yeah, pfft, they were called off. <laughs> there was nothing to them. I can assure you that there were not extraterrestrial. There's nothing to that. It's all nonsense. It's a joke. The general lack of transparency regarding UAP is also causing frustration among politicians, especially Republicans. On 14 February 2023, following a classified briefing between the Senate and defense official Senator Marco Rubio, a longtime advocate for investigating UAP, stated, 
95% of what was discussed in that room can be made public. We know what the spy balloon was. The other three instances, as they are described, both publicly, publicly and in there, are not new. We have heard the exact same descriptions in hundreds of cases. So observing unidentified objects over U.S. airspace, particularly over sensitive areas of the country, is not new. What we heard and their sounds, just like the stories we have heard repeatedly. And then there's a new subhead here. It says, is UAP information being hidden? Of course it's being hidden. They have a picture of Jesse Marcel Sr. there holding balloon material, which years later he told us was not the stuff that he really found in Roswell. Right? Uh, he says here, according to sources who have spoken to Liberation Times, information relating to physics defying UAP is being hidden from both Congress and President Joe Biden. Yes, it is. Most certainly it is. We all know this, right? It's all, we know it's all. It is hidden. These people are hiding. There's a, well, let me say this. There's a control group, whatever it's called, I don't know. I was, I, it could be Majestic 12, right? It could be that, right? It's being hidden, right? No question. I think it's being hidden. And uh, it's been, it's, th th this group has been hiding stuff from the Congress and from the president, presidents for a long time now. It's just, it, it has to be, right? There ha and, and a lot of people in the Pentagon, I, I assure you, there are a lot of people, I would probably say like 98, 99% of the people in the Pentagon do not have a need to know. And, and are that some of them might have a, a little bit of knowledge of it, but uh, I would imagine that most of them do not have anything on this and they're not allowed to talk about it. And uh, they only, they, they whatever they get, they have to report to this secret control group and they take it from there. Uh, that's what I think it is. That's what I think is going on. Anyway, continuing here, it says, such claims prompted Congress to pass legislation with the, within the National Defense Authorization Act of 2023, providing protections to potential whistleblowers involved in secretive UAP programs not reported clearly and explicitly to relevant congressional committees relating to alleged retrieval and reverse engineering of potential non-human craft. Regarding this topic, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence Christopher Mellon has previously commented, even before this whistleblower legislation was signed into law, credible individuals were providing Congress information alleging that the United States government has recovered extraterrestrial technology. This process began in 2019 when I brought astrophysicist Dr. Eric Davis to Capitol Hill to meet with staff from the Senate Intelligence and Armed Services Committee. So there we go. I mean, there again, the Dr. Eric Davis, of course, from the uh, famous uh, Wilson Davis memo. I mean, he took the notes. Uh, Ad uh, Admiral Thomas Wilson told him that, yeah, there's a, a, a group basically uh, composed mostly, apparently, of people within the military industrial complex, uh, weapons manufacturers. Uh, who were controlling this st stuff and, and he was not allowed into it and he was told by superiors he got angry about that and then he went to his, his superiors in the pentagon and they told him to stay away from it or guess what we'll 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 uh we'll de-rank you well you, you'll lose everything so we know that something's going on anyway continuing and uh it says here sources who have spoken to liberation times have claimed okay now this is where it gets really interesting here this is you know now they're talking about the commander within the United States Navy. They're talking smack about the Air Force. And so this is pretty interesting. Again, we don't know who these sources are. This is all anonymous, obviously. And we don't, I don't like that. But what are you going to do? In the world of UA, UFOs, apparently you say something, you might get in trouble. But hey, it's, what about that whistleblower stuff? I mean, whoever these sources are, it's time they start stepping up to the podium. They should be stepping up to podiums, too. But so let's continue here. It says, sources who have spoken to Liberation Times have claimed that a senior commander within the United States Navy has informed President Biden of a UAP cover-up which is damning of the United States Air Force. The claim was first made by Australian journalist Ross Coulthart on February 15, 2023, through the podcast Need to Know, which he presents with writer and producer Brian Zabel. So of course now you if you I'll leave the link for this article and you could the, the links to to this and also to uh the, the Jeremy Corbell uh, podcast and George Knapp podcast, you could all that stuff's included in this article, so you'll 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 you'll, 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 you'll get to it from there. Uh, continuing, it says Liberation Times understands that journalists are currently racing to verify the claims. Oh, that's you know that's cool. Yeah, let's see, let's you know get these claims verified. Is you know, so the Navy's basically accusing the Air Force of covering up UAP. Okay, that's cool. I, I want more information. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Again, I would much rather much rather an official from the secret control group to just finally get it over with and again, 
How many times do we need to say this? Step up to a podium already. Let's get it over with. Just tell the world the truth already. Just tell them the truth. They can deal with it. If true and verified, then the White House will be left in a difficult position in a situation where it would look to minimize potential public panic. You know what? So there's public panic, you know, I mean, what's going to happen? Okay, there's going to be a few people freaking out. There'll be some really uh, uh, conservative Christians who will go, you know, go ape. I mean, but, you know, it's still, I mean, what are you going to do? It's, it's reality. You know, let's get it over with. Let's get it over with already. I think the world is ready. We can deal with this, right? You know, most some people just are going to deny it anyway, right? Just get the truth out there already. The rest of us, the people who can handle it, will accept it. I, I want more information. Before I kick the bucket, right, and I've talked about this before, before I go kicking any buckets, right, I want I want to see some, some data on these beings. I want to know. I want to see images, pictures, old film. I want to see old film, movie film from Roswell. I want to see all these things. I think the public deserves to see this. This is the biggest story of all time. We're sick of it. Okay, I'm getting angry. As you can see, I'm angry. As usual, when I read these articles, I get angry. Can't help it. I know everyone else must too. I mean, if I'm getting angry, I know everyone else must be getting angry out there. Okay, uh, continuing. A new UAP interagency team. In the space of a few weeks, the UAP topic has been elevated from the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. Let me just stop there. I mean, you, you run out of breath just saying some of these titles sometimes. You see a lot. Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security. I mean, you could, you could actually, it feels like you could fall asleep in between there somewhere and then wake back up again. Anyway, let me start over there. Uh, the UAP topic has been elevated from the office of the Undersecretary Under of Defense for Intelligence and Security to the White House, where President Biden has now directed an interagency team to study the broader policy implications for detection, analysis, and disposition of unidentified aerial objects that pose either safety or security risks, as confirmed on February 13th, 2023, by John Kirby, the spokesman, spokesman for the National Security Council. This move may also allude to a lack of trust Biden now has in the Pentagon to be forthcoming and on top of UAP, which looks set to become major campaign a major campaign issue before the next presidential election in 2024. This should be the top campaign. You know, I know it won't be, right? But this should be the top campaign issue, right? It shouldn't even be a campaign. We shouldn't even be waiting until 2024. We should just get it all over with right now. Again, let's stop this game already. It's, I'm so sick of this. You know, it should, we, we, by, by 2024, this should all be already in the open already. This is nonsense just playing this stupid game. Let's pretend it's not real. Let's keep telling them lies. An interagency effort has the potential to cut through the lack of cooperation from entities such as the United States Air Force and sections of the intelligence community, something previously experienced by the UAP task force. And Biden would have an element of control over responses to UAP incursions and transparency efforts. The scope of such an interagency effort has not been confirmed yet, and some within Congress responsible for the creation of the arrow question its need. Commenting, yeah, I wonder what, what about its need too. I mean, we already have the hour office. Why are we doing this? I don't know. Commenting through social media, Rubio, who is also vice chairman of the United States Senate Select Committee on Intelligence. Again, I almost fell asleep halfway through the title. I'm sick of these long titles. This has nothing to do with UFOs. I just just a commentary on these long titles. I'm sick of falling asleep in the middle of this and then waking up at the end. Your vice chairman of the and intelligence stated. I mean, what's going on here? That's, you talk about confusion. This is what confuses me. Anyway. Why is the White House creating a new interagency team to monitor, investigate, and report on unidentified aerial objects when we already have Arrow, which we helped create over two years ago? Yeah, that's a good question. Good question. Despite the tensions, it is clear that the UAP issue is not going away, and what started with the Chinese balloon may lead to revelations on what former Director of National Intelligence, DNI, John Ratcliffe, has referred to as objects that demonstrate technologies that seem to defy the law of physics and capabilities that we don't have as the world's superpower. Yeah, see, some people have stepped forward and made statements like this. We don't have these objects. There's no way. I've seen one of these objects up close and personal. I always talk about it in 1994. There is absolutely no way that this thing was man-made. It could not have been. It's no po There's no possible way. But for now, the key topic is transparency. Well, <laughs> 
transparency. It sounds like the dream, you know. Anyway, continuing. Commenting on the general situation regarding UAP transparency, Jeremy Corbell told Liberation Times that the floodgates are now opening and that the ball is now in DOD's court. Okay, and here's a statement from Corbell. He says, make no mistakes. The UAP floodgates are opening. I, I hope they are. I, I really believe behind the scenes they are. But again, you see, the, the Pentagon's still playing games. They're still playing games. And they got the mainstream media on their side for the most part. So you got to keep being diligent. Anyway, continuing. I will personally make sure of that. And there's no stopping it now with or without me. So the ball is in the Defense Department's court. Will they organize and confront the fact that this is happening with or without their ability to shape the emerging UAP narrative? Again, I just want to stop here again. There's a group out there that knows all about this. There has to be, okay? It's and beyond, okay, beyond that. This the the reports and and you know, there's a secret control group that that knows for a fact that this is extraterrestrial. They have a lot of information and they're they've been hiding it. And you know, they're the ones that should just come out again. We could forego all of this this game we're playing, trying to get whistleblowers to to, to talk to Congress and all that stuff. Again, why don't we just forego? Why play this game? Why drag this out? Anyway, let's. I'll pick up. I'll, I'll read that former paragraph. The, the other paragraph. The paragraph I just read. Will they organize and confront the fact that this is happening with or without their ability to shape the emerging UAP narrative? They lost that chance. So now the question is: Are they going to be honest with the American and global public? They have a chance here to earn back some public trust uh surrounding the uap puzzle i suggest they take it and quickly this starts with releasing the full video of the mazel orb to the public and and admitting to its authenticity as it relates to uap again i would be thrilled with release of the mazel orb however i would be really thrilled if we just get this game over with totally let's get the game over with totally why are we playing these games why do we have to you know please show us the mazel orb please oh god i want to see the mazel orb video we deserve it we shouldn't have to be begging for this stuff we should have everything right now. This is why, I mean, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. I know that everybody out there who is interested in this subject knows exactly what I am talking about. I mean, this is just, we're playing this game. There's people, again, I, I, I'm very happy about what everybody's doing here, like Corbell and Knapp and Mellon and Lazalazano. That's great, 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 okay? But again, this could, we could all, buy, this could be bypassed. It could be all bypassed. Let's just have them come forward already and tell the damn truth. Well, I would appreciate everyone stopping in tonight to uh, uh, talk about this, to, to listen to my ranting and raving on this. Uh, and, uh, you know, you see where I stand with it. I'm just sick of these games. You know, again, it's, it's, it's you know, they're still, we're, we're, we're begging for, like, crumbs. Like, I mean, basically, the mausoleum orb, I'm, yeah, I want to see it. But to me, that's crumbs. That's just crumbs. I mean, I want to see. I want to see the whole, the whole enchilada here. I want to get the whole thing over with. Let's just stop playing this game. The base, basically, there are people uh, that are with are for some reason have the were given authority to withhold this information from the public, and they're continuing to do so. And it's it's very tiring. Uh, it's frustrating. It's just time to get over this hump already. Instead of playing this long, drawn out game. Uh, I mean, it's a slow disclosure, and you see what happens during a slow disclosure. There's there's all there's efforts like as we go along basically to, to pull everything back in by some faction within the pentagon you know there's some people say there's some religious nuts in there that don't that who don't want the public to know that there's aliens out there they think it's really demons right we we, we know about those kind of stories so that could be one of the one of the, who knows right but we're sick of this i mean the president of the united states should have the authority to release this stuff i i, I you would think but apparently he presidents do not obviously uh, I don't know. Again, uh, I'm I'm happy about this, and you know, I want to see more information with regard to what's going on with this uh, uh, this little argument here between the Navy and the Air Force. I mean, I, I like to know more about who this source is. Uh, yeah, so there's some things going on behind the scenes, but again, it's just never enough. Not enough. It's not enough. We've been hiding this stuff. We've been covering it up for way too long, and I'm sick and tired of it. And uh, I think everyone else is sick and tired of it too. So, but anyway, uh, I'm going to look at the chat here to see if there's anything else I need to say here. And uh, I guess we're done. I guess that's it. There's a lot of comments here. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I appreciate everyone stopping in tonight and, and listening to the rant and rave. And until next time, uh, this is extraterrestrial reality.